Hello, my trues, clues, guys and gals. I hope that you're enjoying this month of hollows and that you've been paying attention to life's trues, clues around you and staying safe out there. So, let's get back into our story about the Halloween seance. Immediately, Detective Salva begins to summarize the situation. This is imperative in performing the best of the best detective work. She walks over to the body, approaching slowly and taking in all the details as she gets closer. Seeing an overturned teacup and a glove nearby on the ground, she gets close enough to get a good look at the body. He appears to have been struggling for air as he is tugging at his shirt collar and there is a tinge of blue around his mouth. There is absolutely no way to be sure if he was poisoned without running toxicology test, as any good detective would, and that, for real, was Detective Salva Cases. She goes over and checks the teacup, using a pencil to pick it up, and she sniffs at it. And there is a faint smell of almonds, and the plot thickens. Her meter, her murder meter jumped up 10 more degrees. She looks at the glove and wonders to herself, did one of the attendees drop this glove or is it something more sinister? She then goes into the room with all the guests and looking at each one, quickly wondering if Somebody here was actually capable of murder. Then she began to address the crowd. Good evening. I am Detective Salva Cases. Looks like you all had quite the evening tonight. Someone may have come here to do more than a seance and have been more interested in murder. And we shall soon find that out. I will need to speak to everyone here, and then once that is done, you can leave. The sooner we begin, the sooner you will be on your way. Sir Mix It Up and Double D stepped forward to ask if they could be the first to get interviewed so they could get home to their baby girl as soon as possible. They walked into the foyer, and Sir Mix It Up started up right away. Well, you probably want to know if we had any dealings with Professor Adam Buster on a personal or a business level, huh? Well, let me tell you, there's no mysteries or secrets here. Everything can be looked up and validated, as I did file charges on him. I did know Professor, and to be honest, the world is a much better place without him in it. He was the scum of the earth, a real piece of work. He stole my cure for the extreme hiccups. And he made money from it. And he kept it all. He was the only one to earn from it. But I didn't kill him. I wasn't here for that. I have a daughter and a family to take care of. And I'm worried about my daughter. Miss Double D's chimed in. Ain't that the God's honest truth? Our little girl's doctor just died and we are needing to speak to him. Now we may never find out what Curie had in mind to save our girl. I just want to be here for Lily Bell. And she began to cry. Detective 
cases tells them they can go for now, but to stay in town in case she has any other questions or concern. Then up next is Miss Priss and Grandma Seen It All Ellen. Miss Priss is near tears as she is truly an innocent being to the ways of this jaded world. Grandma Seen It All Ellen had been around the block a time or two and she can't wait to see how things unfold and who the killer is. Miss Pris told Detective Salva that she had never met the professor till that evening and had no idea why somebody would want to kill him. Grandma, seen it all, Alan, told the detective she came in to accompany her granddaughter and to have an evening something different than staying at home. And that left Miss Buster and Madame Zorba. And Miss Buster exclaimed to Detective Salva Cases, A lot of people carry grudges against my dad, but who would actually have acted on it and killed him? I even had my problems with him, but he was the only parent I had left, and I didn't want to be alone in this world without him. Detective Salva looks at Madame Zorba, and Madame Zorba said, this is the first time the professor has attended one of my seances, so I have no prior history with him to this point. Is there anyone else here? Detective Cases asked. Yes, yes, Miss LeClean was here. She actually served tea. She was in the kitchen waiting to clean up and is still there now. Let me get her for you. Detective Salva Cases falls in line with her and she will, says she will go with her to the kitchen as well. While entering the kitchen, the detective started taking inventory to see if there was any uncollected evidence lying around that might be useful. She looks at Miss LeClean. You haven't cleaned up anything in this kitchen, have you? Miss LeClean responded, No, I've been too upset to do anything like that right now. How could this have happened? Detective Salva said she was going to have forensics come in and clear the kitchen as well as the seance room. And that completed the end of the interviews for tonight. Not surprising, no one admits to murder, she thought, so she'll just have to go out and find him. The coroner was getting the body to getting the body ready to go, and forensics was collecting evidence, so things were wrapping up nicely. Now to start the real work and find the perpetrator. She just needs to get the toxicology reports to confirm her suspicions that the professor had indeed been poisoned to death. She then advised Madame Zorba the seance room and the kitchen were off limits right now until she was sure she had collected all the evidence from those rooms that she needed. And the detective heads back to the precinct to ponder on the evidence collected so far and to review the guest list to see who a likely suspect might be. Madame Zorba retires to her bedroom and she is removing her makeup, pondering the evening events. She looks over her shoulder and sees a spectral figure behind her and as it forms she sees that it's the professor and he is standing there staring at her angrily. He is like, you can see me, bitch, I know you can, and I want answers. 
Do you still want that money that you thought you were going to blackmail me for? I'll give you that money if you find out who murdered me. She looks at him and then replies, Okay, okay, I will have another seance, and the proof will be told, and then you will know who your killer was. Inwardly, she thought, and then I will get my money. And she goes to the phone, and she begins to ring the night's attendees, and informs them that the seance was broken, and it had not ended correctly. They need to get together as soon as possible, have another seance, and close the gate. And inwardly, she sits back, and she laughs. Things could not have worked out better for her. Ha 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 ha!